Thank you for downloading the Inspirational Women of Portsmouth podcast. My name is Ronnie Edwards and I run Pomodzi Creators, which hosts the Inspirational Women of Portsmouth Awards. These awards mark International Women's Day through a nomination process where anyone can be nominated for being inspirational, regardless of their context. The project also raises money for the Rape Counselling Service Parks. This series gives us a chance to get to know some of the women who were nominated for the awards. I hope you enjoy them. So I'm here with Jodie Hughes. Well, I say here um, in a very broad term, don't I, Jodie, because we're looking at each other on a screen, <laughs> but you're not in the same room as me. We're um, not, no. Because we're in this brave new lockdown world where um, podcasts interviews don't quite happen the same way but Jodie thank you for being available Um, thank you for having me you were actually nominated as um, an inspirational volunteer um, um, for the inspirational women of Portsmouth Awards Um, so I'm grateful to even be hearing a little bit of your story I'm just going to kind of read out what was uh, said about you as one Mm -hmm. of the nominations that came in Jodie is a volunteer for a charity called Endometriosis UK. She also works tirelessly to ensure that she's there to make other people suffer less. If she can help us, she will. On top of working extremely selflessly to support over 500 women within the South Coast on an online support page, she runs support groups once a month. She works extremely hard at university to ensure that she has AIDS, to help everyone more thoroughly. She also suffers immensely with her own chronic illness, but never fails to help others no matter how much pain she's in or how ill she is. Jodie is an inspiration and deserves recognition for all she does to make other women suffer less. Okay, first thing I need to say about that is I've never interacted with you when you're not smiling. So, (laughs) like, that that says a lot about you. And yeah. secondly, you're awesome. You're amazing. Oh, would you mind? Cry. <laughs> I'll stop it. Would you mind um, just educating us a little bit on what endometriosis is? Right. So endometriosis is very, very, very confusing and complicated disease. No one knows exactly what it is at the moment, even though... It was mm. first diagnosed in 1860. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> but because we're women, <laughs> it's always been a, it's a bad period. You'll live. It's uh, fine. Go and sit in the corner. Oh, that's quite something. Yeah. So it's only been, I'd say, the past five to ten years that people mm. have really started taking it seriously and going, okay, we need to look into this and find out exactly what it is. Um, we still aren't there yet, but the most up-to-date way of explaining it is where cells that are similar to those that line your womb mm-hmm. grow outside of the womb and okay. they can implant and grow anywhere. They've been found everywhere in the human body except for the spleen. Right. Um, so there are women that um, have it in their lungs, have it in their brains. It's quite common to have it in the lining of your nasal passages. Right. Um, 
eyes. It, it has been found everywhere. It's, it's horrific. So every month, these implants will behave the same way as the lining of your womb. Right. So you'll have an internal period. And this then spreads the endometriosis further, causes more implants. So it's a progressive disease. It will always just keep proliferating over and over and over again. Um, The problem we have is the only way to diagnose endometriosis is Mm. by a operation. You have to have a camera inserted into your abdomen um, Mm. to find these implants. Right. But because it's an operation, they're... It takes a long, long time to get a diagnosis because they want to rule everything else out first. It's very common for girls to go to their GPs and say, I'm having horrific periods. Um, I'm in so much pain. I can't get out of bed for a week. And it's really common for GPs, because they don't know a lot about it, to put them on a pill. I was put on a pill at 11 years old and I was on the pill until I was 29 when I had my little boy. Okay. 26, sorry, not 29. 26 I was when I had my little boy. So, yeah, so there's a lot of hormonal manipulation that goes on. Mm. So by the time a woman gets to the point where they're like, oh, I want to try and have kids now and see what's going on. And mm. it's normally too late. That's mm. why the infertility rates in endometriosis are so high because by the time they get to a point where they're comfortable with having kids, their endometriosis has grown so much that it's nearly impossible. Oh, my goodness. Right. Okay. So this is why I'm so passionate. I'm like, no, no, I need to get into the schools and I need to get in and and give these girls the tools to sort of go, no, this isn't normal. It's not normal to be in pain with your period. Mm. No, and every, everyone that has endometriosis that I give that fact to goes, well, of course it is. Of course it's normal to be in pain and... Well, actually, no, if you need to take more than paracetamol while you're on your period, that's an issue. And there's no way of screening that? There's... There's a, no. There was there was talks a couple of years ago, and it keeps coming around every now and then, and it really winds me up, about um, there's a blood test, and mm. it looks for... inflammatory markers in the blood right which is great which is fantastic yeah but it was being targeted at the endometriosis market because all of these women just want an answer Mm. and it, it doesn't diagnose endometriosis it just tells you whether there is inflammation in your body and that could be Anything, Anything. Right. yeah, it could be IBS, it could be, it could be, you could have hurt yourself and not realised, and there's a bit of inflammation there. So, okay, it, it's quite naughty what the drugs companies do as well. 
Yeah. Oh gosh, that's really insightful. And and you kind of on a bit of a journey uh, around um, this, aren't you? Because uh, you've just found out some very exciting news. I have, yes. I've just found out that unofficially at the moment, but it will be official soon. I'm going to be starting my PhD looking at endometriosis care. How exciting! Very exciting! That is so exciting. So we'll yes. be able to call you Dr. Hughes. You will. Well, congratulations. And when, when, does, it, when does it start? Uh, we're not too sure yet because of all the coronavirus stuff going on. Um, mm. it's, it's a slow process. Mm. But I'm hoping September. Yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed. And and what will you focus on? So I'm going to be focusing on um, how endometriosis care is affected by different settings. Um, So I'm going to be looking at endometriosis care by area of the UK. Um, I'm also going to be looking at endometriosis care within, we have things called BSGE accredited centres. Right. And they are centres that are specialists in endometriosis care. And okay. we're going to be looking at endometriosis care by race as well. Okay. Which is going to be really, really interesting. Because oh from my own personal experience with the charity and the support group, we don't have any black and ethnic minority women that are involved in the support group. Okay. I and that scares me. Do you think that's, uh, well, I suppose it's hard, you'll find out or you'll learn all these yeah. things, like how much culturally that <laughs> yeah. is. And, and I think a lot of it has to do, has to do with culture mm-hmm. because I have been along to the, I can't remember what they Ch- were. Ch- try. That's the one. Yeah. I've been along to a couple of them and chatted to some of the women involved. And yeah, that they are really starting to want to get involved in stuff like this now. Oh, and it's fantastic. fantastic. It's brilliant. It's good that's good to know. Um and congratulations and uh I can't wait to see how that develops. Um now this is what was said about you, but I'm just intrigued. What what three words would you use to describe yourself? See, this one was really hard, and I had to throw it out to my support group ladies because I was like, I I don't know how to yeah. describe myself, and they were like, "Don't be so stupid." <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot, and one of the main ones was resilience. That's yes, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think with the journey that you've been on, I, I can I, I can imagine that's a, yeah, a big yeah. word. And stubbornness. <laughs> good, good, good. Because, <laughs> like, I know where I want to be and I know that I am going to get there. It doesn't matter yeah. how I do it, I know I'm going to do it. Fantastic. And empathetic because of my ladies. And mm. I know what they're going through. It's really nice to to be able to talk to them because... Because I've been through it myself. Yeah. Oh, bless you. Thank you. And um, do you think 
you are kind to yourself in all of this because you do a lot of work for other people and you do sounds like you're quite active but are you kind to yourself um probably not as much as I should be (laughs) I beat myself up a lot um I don't most of it is around my son because sometimes I feel like he's 10 he's 10 now oh that's a great age (laughs) yeah yeah um I ended up having a hysterectomy because of him because I wanted to give him more of me Mm. and the way the treatment route was going I I was I was bed bound most the most of the time Mm. I couldn't do anything and it was awful and to see him being shipped off to my mum and dad's all the time or my mum and dad coming in to cook him dinner or whatever because I couldn't do it it was it was heartbreaking so I I decided to have this directly and it was quite honestly the best thing I've ever done because Mm. although I've given up any thoughts of having future children Mm. I can give him his mum back and that's been better than anything else that I could have ever imagined really so a lot of the a lot of the doubt and the the self-worth issues are around Aiden but when I flip it I think I'm giving him the tools for when he's an older yeah when he's older and he's got a wife or yeah. a child or yeah. however it goes he he's got them tools to absolutely to be kinder to them to yeah. not be the typical absolutely. man going oh you're on your period oh, yeah yeah I need to leave. yeah he's he's gonna be amazing he's gonna make someone an amazing husband one day yeah be it man That's... or woman <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely and you and you make them, them they they are so resilient aren't they mm-hmm. our small people I think that about my son's um living because I live with my sister um and they are exposed to so many female based <laughs> things that I'm like you are going to be the you are going to be such a catch because you know to throw chocolate for the safe distance at a certain time of the year, month. And you, you know how I need my cup of tea. Exactly. <laughs> to, to be in a happy place. The, so I, I would celebrate that, Jodie. I would I'd mm. see that as, as an absolute celebration of moulding um, a resilient, empathetic human. Absolutely. And we need more of those. Yes. Especially oh, boys. Especially boys. My, it's, so, it's it's always been sort of like one of them. Boys are separated from knowing that. Mm. When I'm like, no, boys need to know it. Boys absolutely. need to know about periods mm. and not not just the mechanics of it, and mm. not just we have periods so we can have babies. Mm. They need to know all of the stuff that goes with it. Absolutely. So in this journey, who has been, who would you say has been inspirational to you? Who's kind of really kept you going? Um, you had a difficult old journey there. Um, yeah, I had a, I had a really, really, really tough journey. Um, 
I'd say one of one of the people that keeps me going is my supervisor at uni. He is absolutely amazing. Mm. And I never would have done half of the stuff that I've done if it wasn't for him. Oh, I would have stopped at my undergrad degree and yeah. gone on to do my plan of being a food tech teacher. That was the plan. Okay. Um, but what did you study? Um, undergrad. So I did have a nutrition. You did. Yeah. Um, because I was a chef. I was a chef my entire life. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. And then my husband left me. And I found that I got my endometriosis diagnosis. And I was like, I, just, I can't go to work. It hurts too much to work. What? the how do I do mm. and one night I drunkenly applied to uni <laughs> <laughs> oh fantastic I don't even don't even know what I was doing but I thought do you know what if I can do an access if I can do my health and nutrition course and then okay. do an access course I can be a food tech teacher I can teach what I love rather than being able to do what I love yeah yeah but in with that, there, in with that course, there was um, health psychology sessions, yeah. and I loved it. Oh. I was like, "Oh, this is amazing!" You found a passion, yeah. And I got chatting to my supervisor, and I asked him if we could do my dissertation looking at stress levels in women with endo compared to healthy women. Okay. And he was like, yeah, that sounds fantastic. Like, completely went off on a tangent to what anyone else was doing. Mm. But it worked out fantastic, and it went really well. And he sat me down, and he was like, I want you to come back for a master's. I was like, don't be so silly. Oh. <laughs> like, no, I really want you to come back and do a master's. And I was the only person mm. that did the degree that I went on to do, so I did my health sciences. Okay. Um, neuroscience is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> How do I put this? <laughs> oh, it was horrific. Oh, it was okay. horrific. I, I can uh, barely pronounce it, babe, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to tell me it's not. But I got through it. Yeah. And we did... A dissertate. We did, my dissertation was on the same thing as my undergrad degree, but it went global. Mm. So I had like thousands of women take part in my survey oh. from around the world. It was amazing. Wow, I loved it. So yeah, and then I passed my masters, and he was like, "You're going to do a PhD?" I was like, "No." He's like, "You are." Oh my goodness. <laughs> So, yeah, if I didn't have him pushing me and going, you can do this, you are more than capable of doing this. Yeah, yeah. Then I don't think I would have done half of the stuff that I've done. Oh, there you go. There you go. I love to hear these stories. They give me life, Jodie. I yeah. love to hear about how these little nuggets of influences really mould your path. Yeah. And, and, and it sounds stunning. like you're really, really passionate about what you're doing. So yeah. what's his name? 
His name's Patrick Brady. Thank you, Patrick Brady. (laughs) 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 So um, you've uh, had lots happen to you and um, you've kind of taken the ball by the horns, but as it's, as it, as yeah. I'd say, and you've just really <sighs> overcome so much. But what would what advice would you give your younger self? Oh, easy. Like it's, it's, shout for me. more. <laughs> yeah. Shout, shout more. more. Yeah. Um don't don't take pain mm. as a this is my life now. Mm. Like even talking to my aunt, like I've got a massive female influence in my family i've got four aunties four seven aunties Mm. um and i can tell you now that 80 to 90 percent of them aunties have some sort of gynecological disorder including Mm. my mum so when i went to them as a younger girl and went this hurts they're like yeah this is just what the women in our family have to deal with Mm. so if I could give my younger self any advice it would be you don't need to live in pain get this sorted now and it won't be so much of an issue later on in life yeah yeah that's great advice I love it I love it yeah okay so I've uh, just come across some money and you're one of my favorite people So I thought I'd give you a treat. Uh, You can go to any restaurant you want and you can take three people with you. Yes. Where are you going to go and why, and who are you going to take and why are you taking them? The three people I would take would be Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, she's awesome. She's an endo warrior. Oh, is she? She has endometriosis. Oh, does she? Okay. Yeah. She also has her own endometriosis company okay. that makes marijuana-based products. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Oh. It's a shame we can't get them imported <laughs> because it would be amazing. Oh, but, yeah, she makes. Goldberg. Okay. Yeah. She she's she's a stunner, bless her. I love her. Aww. She's amazing. Um, Marilyn Monroe. Okay. Because she's another endo warrior. Oh, was she? Yes. You're an education and, babes. I did not I know, know that. Okay. Yes. Uh, it turns out that a lot of what she went through mm-hmm. is because of the infertility that endo caused. Okay. She was on so many painkillers because of the endo, and they think that's what happened in the end. Um, So, yeah, I think it'd be amazing to hear her story and to talk to her and Mm. to say, look, this is what's going on now. This is is where we are now, and hope that she'd be proud of that. I think she would. Yeah. Um, And... Michelle Rue Senior, because oh, I am yes. a foodie. I am a foodie. Uh-huh. Who's Michelle Rue? Michelle Rue Senior is oh, a chef. Senior. Okay. He's a chef. Um, he's like one of the, I, th- I think he just died. Oh, okay. 
but he's one of the proper old school traditional French chefs. Oh, okay. And so when we were at college learning, it was all based on his stuff. Oh, okay. And I just think he would, he's a legend and I'd love to meet him. I love food. I get quite Me emotional too. about it. I'm feeling quite emotional Me right too. now. Yeah. And do you know what? As soon as I finish talking to you, there's a bar of chocolate winking at me over there. I can tell. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, babes. I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> but yeah, that's a lovely collection. And you'd have to go somewhere that Michelle would approve of. So where Yeah. So I reckon it'd probably have to be his old restaurant. Okay. That could be the only place that you could take him, isn't it? Yeah. And where, where, the Ritz. where is this restaurant? Am I going to have to pay for a flight? Yeah, you're going to have to send us to France, I'm afraid. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. You're worth it, Jodie. You're worth it. Well, thank you for that. That's um, I love hearing people's collection of options because they <laughs> say a lot about you. So that's brilliant. And if I was to catch up with you in a year um, and give you a challenge to learn something new, what would that be? Oh. So I'd be like, Jodie, in a year, I'm going to challenge you to learn... How to be kind to yourself. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. And the church said, amen. That's yes. wonderful. Yeah. Everyone needs to learn that, don't they? Yeah, learn to give yourself a break and be okay with it. Yeah, yeah. And I think this lockdown has kind of um, brought that out in some interesting ways, isn't it? Because you can't, there's so much out of your control. Yeah. Um, You either spiral or just take a moment to breathe and be kind. Yeah. It's like someone's put a mirror in front of you and gone, here's what you need to work on. Mm you've got that space to be able to do it now mm. which is great but I know that there are some people that are really really struggling I I feel quite lucky that I have my family around me mm. but I know I, I know that there are some really isolated people and yeah. I feel bad for them people but I can't, there's only so much I can do and I have my endo community to look after. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. That's a lovely thing to learn um, and I look forward to checking that out in the end. <laughs> you can shout at me. Yeah. What have you got Interesting strategy. <laughs> Jodie, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you, um, Ronnie. And thank you for showing a little bit more about you are oh can i just say uh-huh. that i don't work for endo uk anymore oh you don't do you no I don't no, no we have our you. own charity oh yes tell us how we can find yes. out more about this charity so we have our charity page on facebook so mm-hmm. it's endometriosis south coast brilliant and we also have a support group which is called Endometriosis South Coast Support Group. <laughs> Fantastic. I like, so that. I like are... what you did there. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. So we're on Facebook, and if anyone needs us, 
I was just about to ask, how can people find out about you? So you've, you've, just, you've just done it all. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you mm-hmm. so much. Thank you, Ronnie. Yeah.